Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today we are back with another bonus episode. And this one's, we're not covering a book. We're not even covering a specific passage. This is a rare, a rarity for Join the Journey. We are answering a simple question, and it's, what is Advent? And here today with me in the studio is the one and only, a new addition to the Watermark Students team, yeah. Mr. Hank Oglund. Hey, guys. Hank, so glad to have you here. Your reputation right now is funniest guy on staff. Wow, I didn't know that. Are we going to get to see any of that humor? No, I'm a little nervous, so I don't think any humor is going to come out. (laughs) All right, that's fine. Hey, I love the honesty. It's it's okay to be nervous. Why don't you start by sharing a little bit about you? What's what's God done in your life? And then fast forward, what are you up to today? Okay. Uh, Well, Hank Hoagland is the name. Grew up in Matamidi, Minnesota, uh, which is one of the hardest town names to say. Can you spell that? M-A-H-T-O-M-E-D-I. We were the Zephyrs, the god of the west wind, the false god of the west wind. So That was your school mascot? That's right. Nice. Grew up with uh, godly parents. I'm a twin, which is awesome. That is awesome. Struggle through all of middle school and high school was a desire to be impressive and admired and felt like I could find that through sports and through honestly having no filter at all with things that I said. <laughs> with and, humor. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. But back then it was, um, yeah, uncensored. Unfiltered. Exactly mm, yeah. right. Mm. Basically got cut from the hockey team sophomore year and started to get discipled by an amazing guy named Brad Madison. Shout out, Brad. I'll probably send this to him now that I said his name. You better. And uh, he showed me what it looked like to be a follower of Christ, modeled humility better than anyone I'd ever seen, um, and brought me into this community group with high schoolers and taught me how to read my word and showed me that um, fullness of joy is found in following Christ. Mm-hmm. I went to Baylor and... Sick and bears. Yeah, great school. <laughs> uh, started to... Uh, I still struggled with a desire to be impressive, and that brought me into a community of people that I should not be a part of in a fraternity there and live with guys who were not seeking the Lord, living very worldly, and I got sucked into that as mm-hmm. well. And I'd say that I wasted two whole years of my life um, chasing and doing whatever was right in my own eyes. Came to the end of myself, was depressed at the end of sophomore year, and then worked at Pine Cove Christian Camps. What a twist. What a twist. After your sophomore year, you worked at Pine Cove. No, I didn't say this, but I believe I was saved at six years old. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. I I figured that based off of your high school experience. But after the hardest year in college that you experienced, you went and worked at Christian summer camp. Exactly right. God writes crazy stories. So true. So, uh, well, one, I was corrected multiple times, biblically, Matthew 18 style, where they sat me down with leadership and corrected me in my speech. And uh, although I was struggling that summer, I took the correction Mm. and saw that following the word brought healing to me um, and brought that back to Baylor, started to live with the right guys, started to disciple people, grew in my passion for the word and um, went to the Canuck Institute after college to grow in my biblical understanding and um, started to form friendships that were revolutionary to me, where we were waking up in the morning praying together, getting in the Word, Proverbs and Psalms at night, and the Word was coming alive more and more, and its perfection was more obvious than ever. And then went to K-Life in Fort Worth and started to disciple high school kids. believe that's what we're here for, is to glorify God through discipleship and 
uh, I'm addicted to it. And so <laughs> I'm now at Watermark, um, the programs guy there in the students' ministry, making memorable moments basically for uh, the students through games, skits, videos, whatever my mind can stuff. think of. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, it's neat to see how God's written your story that was once maybe more of an Achilles heel, the the funny guy, the attention, whatever, has now experienced a lot of sanctification, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. And you get to use that part of your personality unto God's glory, which yeah. is awesome. It is amazing. I love it, Hank. Well, today we're answering the question, what is Advent? And so I'm, I'm ready for you to teach me. Okay. What, what you got for us? <laughs> well, let's see what happens. Uh, so it's not a word that's in the Bible. Yeah. And with that, you know, we, we got to kind of look up what the word means. It means the arrival of a notable person or event. So when we relate that to Christianity, obviously it's referring to Christ's arrival, all that he did when he came to earth. And so basically it's the time observed between the fourth Sunday before Christmas and Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And we're, I believe Christians are encouraged to praise and thank God for Christ and all that his first and second arrival achieved for us. And then meditate on how we should live in light of those two comings. Hmm. And I think it's interesting that a lot of people talk about, you know, we're preparing for his arrival almost as if he hasn't come. And I think a lot of our focus and attention should be on praising and thanking and meditating on what has already occurred and that changing how we live today. And by that you mean meditating on, reflecting on, praising God for the gift of his son, like Christmas past, Christ coming past. Yes, exactly. I'm tracking. I don't know if you've heard that before, but no, a lot of people, it almost sound like they're like preparing for his... His arrival. First, yeah. Like, but he's already arrived. Exactly he's right. Come. Yeah. That's always confused me. Yeah. Like people will say, let's prepare our hearts as we usher in yeah. the coming of Christ. Yeah. He's but come. He's, he he's has secured come. redemption for mm-hmm. us. And because of that, we should live entirely different. So I think meditating on that is more so what we should do rather than preparing for it. You yeah. Know? I love that admonition. In, in light of this reality that Christ has come, sure, he will come again. But in the Christmas story, he has already come. The Christmas yes, story yes. has already taken place. How do we live differently in light of that truth? Or, or how do we respond to the story? Yeah. So there's a lot of passages that explain that we should have the reality of Christ's return in our mind at all times. And mm-hmm. we're servants of the master and we're supposed to be ready to let him in when he knocks immediately. And so... I'll say 1 Peter 1 says, set your hope entirely on the revelation when Christ returns. And so we see that our hope should not be set on some sort of uh, utopia that's going to come in our life or getting what we want on earth, but rather the grace that will be brought to us when Christ returns. And so the way that we hope in this life should be changed based on the future reality of Christ coming. Uh, We're supposed to be his servant and he's our master. We're ready and prepared for him to return. We're dressed in readiness serving him continually. We don't forget what he's called us to and turn and it says uh, mistreat the basically the people that he's put us over, but we're supposed mm-hmm. to serve them, love them, nourish them, and grow them in the truth. Romans 12.1 says because of the first coming of Christ, we're supposed to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. So we're supposed to give ourselves over to the one who gave himself for us mm-hmm. and not consider our lives our own. Second uh, Peter 3 talks about um, the earth and all of all that is in it and all the works of it are going to be burned up 
when Christ returns. And so what sort of people ought we to be in holiness? We are to focus on growing in holiness, be holy as he is holy, Mm -hmm. and be diligent, it says, to be found by him in peace, spotless, and blameless. Those are the main verses that come to mind, and it excites me. When you meditate on the reality that Christ is going to come to sum this up and heal all of the brokenness, uh, it just centers your mind on what this life is about. Like We should be dressed in readiness at all times, and this culture is kind of lulling us to sleep. And Mm -hmm. so I think Advent season is a perfect time to recenter and refocus. I think one of the greatest purposes for observing Advent is to, because meditating on the first and second arrival of Christ prevents you from living ungratefully, selfishly, aimlessly, and hopelessly. Hmm. Uh, you would Go live. through that, li- that list one more time. It prevents yeah. you from living ungratefully. Ungratefully, selfishly, aimlessly, and hopelessly. So good. Yeah. And that's because we're full of gratefulness. He saved us from the fall. We will be redeemed entirely. How could we be selfish if he's given his life for us? We should give our life for him. We don't have an aimless life anymore. We've been given a holy calling mm-hmm. and should wake up with that at the forefront of our minds. And we have hope. We will re- be redeemed entirely despite all of the trials of this life. Absolutely, Hank. We're right at 10 minutes, so we're out of time. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. I know. We'll have to have you back. How about that? I hope so. (laughs) Okay. Hank, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks. Kicking off the Advent season for us. We will be having young adults on the podcast all month long, though anyone of any age is welcome to listen. Listen with us, as always. I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. See ya. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.